A joyful, more fulfilled life starts with a deep understanding of the Word of God. But it is sometimes difficult to understand what the Bible really teaches because of the many controversies surrounding its message. What do the scriptures really say and how can we gain a fuller and holistic understanding? For answers to these questions and more, join Pastor Josh Lai on the Grace Pales, a new devotional program that will discuss not just the meaning of God's Word but clear all controversies surrounding the scriptures. Grace Pales is the platform to grow in the accurate knowledge of the word. Make a date with Pastor Josh Lai. Coming soon, every Tuesday from 4.30am to 6am on Homebase TV. Grace Pales. Know him to know you. Listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Carry Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Say in the name of Jesus, I release myself to the submission of his word. I honor this word. I love this word. I am made by this word. I succeed by this word. This is what makes me me. And I have dominion over life and everything around me. May Jesus be glorified as I am edified. In Jesus' name, amen. I speak as the oracles of God and I speak with grace that only God supplies. There shall be no errors. The unadulterated word of God, the pure truth, scripture divided accurately that Jesus be lifted and we be edified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So, this morning I really want to continue with what we started and last week we actually learned from first corinthians chapter 3 and the hebrews regarding the baby christian and the mature christian is that right okay apostle paul actually was complaining and was speaking to the fact that believers who had grown in years in the Lord were expected to live by the spirit. However, they lived according to the dictates of the flesh, their natural senses, and therefore were just like people who did not even know the Lord. He could not therefore feed them with strong meat. Is that right? Okay, but rather milk like babies who have to be taught all over again the rudiments and the basic tenets of Christianity or the Christian doctrines. He could not refer to them as mature, the spiritual, but as babies, carnal, in the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, we're talking about the spirit life. What it is is that we know that as believers, we don't live by our natural senses. We live by the spirit. 
And that should be our culture. That should be our way of life. Our way of Oh, say it like you mean it. Our way of life. Our way of life. Our way of life. Tell the next person, living by the Spirit is my way of life as a believer. So this morning, we are going to start looking at knowing and being led by the Spirit. Knowing and being led by the Spirit. After this series, if you still have to run to a prophet to tell you your destiny or to tell you what you want to know, then I don't know what to do with you again. <laughs> I'm serious. After this series. Because we would establish a lot of truths that would make you know you so well that you will not need anybody to tell you you. Oh, are you hearing me? Everything concerning you is already in you. Knowing and being led by the Spirit. Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 to 19. Matthew chapter 28. This is when Jesus had to send his disciples to the Great Commission. When he was just about leaving them, this is what he told them. And why am I starting from there? Because the Holy Spirit's work in us is actually rooted in we winning souls for the Lord. Oh, praise God. Oh, are you understanding me? Yes. And that's why I said that whatever profession you are in is your secondary job. As a matter of fact, the reason why you are reading that course and that program is not because of just to give your family some good life. <laughs> or to just serve humanity. It is, the first reason is to serve them with Christ. Did you hear what I said? It's to serve them with Christ. That's the first. So if you miss that, you have missed your whole destiny. You have missed your whole assignment. It's plugged in there. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given me. In heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of what? Of all the, all the nations. All the nations. So no nation is left out. Did you hear that? All the nobody must be left out. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Wow. 
After that, he said, let it be. Did you realize that? Let it. Oh. Ask them whether they are letting it be. Ask the next person. We are going to the we are going to the campuses, and we have only three, four people go. And with the three, four people, look at the impact from those of us coming from the campus. Lift up your hands, let's see. Oh, lift up your hands. Look at the impact. Only like three, four people who go. So imagine all of us are going. Make disciples of all nations. And that's your number one job. And when they call you, you turn the other way. You are too busy doing other things. Say, we are doing the important things. Are you sure? Are you very sure? Tell the next person, if where you're going is no more important than where you are, then you are lost. Think about what I'm saying. If where you are going <laughs> is not more important than where you are, then you are lost. If you see where you are more important than where you are going, then there's something wrong. You've lost your bearings. Because the reason why you are where you are is because of where you are going. So he said, I've believed the Lord Jesus. Why have you believed the Lord Jesus? Because you have a destination. So if where you are now is okay, and it doesn't motivate you to where you are going, then there's something wrong. So, Jesus reassures them that whatever he has sent them to do, he is with them. And he also makes them understand, watch this, that they have authority mandated handed over to them. That's why he said, all authority in heaven and on earth is given to who? Who is the me? Eh? And who is sending them? So, Jesus, who is sending them, has all authority in heaven on, 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 on earth handed over to him. Is that right? So if he is sending them, 
He is sending them with that same word. That's why he said, Lo, I am with you, what? Always, even to the end of the age. But when he said that, he left them. The moment he said that, he left them. That was when he ascended. After he told them, I'm, I'll be with you. <laughs> so, how is he going to be with them? Oh, so you know. Jesus. You don't get it. You don't get it. So, lo, I am with you. Always. Even to the end of the age. All authority has been given. So, all authority, if you said is the Holy Spirit, then it means all authority in heaven and on earth is living inside of you. living right inside of you. And I'm going to take you through. It's going to be a wonderful journey. He said, make disciples. The word make disciples in the verse refers to teaching. It refers to what? Teaching. The word is matatil. Forget about the A-T-E. It's Matthew. Everybody say Matthew. How someone becomes what? A student. A student. A student. He used that same word in Matthew 27, 57. When evening came, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, one Joseph, one of Jesus' Matthew. Are you getting the point? Followers. In Matthew 13, 52, then he added, those experts in Jewish law who are now my Matthew have double treasure from the Old Testament as well as from the New. Amen. He also used that, they also used that same term in Acts 14, 21. After preaching the good news there and making what? Many matter to you. Making, making disciples matter to you. They were taught. They became students. They became what? Student. Listen to me. If you are not ready to be a student, you will limit your authority. You will not know who you are. Most of us are malfunctioning. They said, oh, a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. No. They have power. But it is power that is not used. Dormant. So, Yes, if you don't pray, it's not good. But it's not because you don't have power. You have power. But 
you are not using the power. Praise God. Knowledge is power. So when somebody becomes a student, everybody that you see that walked with Jesus, they walk with Jesus as students. They were ready to learn. These days we have replaced doctrine with drama. Oh yes. In verse 20, he said, teaching them to observe, teaching, the word teaching is the word didasco. Didasco, the process of learning. The process of learning. Listen, I told you this morning that everything in life is intentional. Say intentional. It is not by chance. When we talk about grace, nobody say we're talking about luck. Who told you? Grace is not by chance. Grace is by choice. Did you hear me? It is intentional. It is conscious. It is deliberate. Something that you make your mind, this is what I want to live by. And you get into the process of learning. The process of what? Learning. It means you are ready to be a student. Those of us coming from the campus, you are students, are you not? If you don't learn, will you pass your exams? Will you get A? Will you have first class? No. You have to submit yourself to learning. Are you a believer? We are to make disciples. And he said, even that, it comes with learning. Somebody say, I need to be a learner. Now, the word didasco carries with itself a wider implication depending on the word that follows. So it means instructions. Instructions and explanations. So go. Teach them. Did you hear the word he said? Command. Is that right? Command, it means instruct them. So, I don't teach you to agree with me. Eh? Yes. You take what I'm telling you. Do you understand it? As I explain, you get under... So, you, you, you don't say, oh, I just don't agree. You know, there are some people in class. When teacher asks them, do you understand? Say, no. What don't you? The whole show. <laughs> it means they have already made their mind. They are not going to what? Agree. Yes. 
But everybody who is a student must be ready to take instructions. Are you here? Because in the process of learning, there are instructions and there are explanations. Oh, hello. Instructions and explanations. The student is always ready to receive from the lecturer. So it is not experiential. So if he doesn't agree with your experience, I don't take it. You know there are a lot of people like that. Say, oh, it doesn't agree with my experience. Are you sure that your experience is the standard? No. Your experience is not the standard. Rather, you come learn, listen, and what you learn then becomes your experience. Are you, are you getting it? No, are you here with me? I want to be sure. Are you really understanding what I'm saying? Okay. Let's lay the foundation very well. So, he says, teach them to observe. Everybody say observe. observe. Or say like you mean it, observe. observe. The word used there is terrain. Instruction by words. Observe. And then he says, lo, behold, Ido, for sight, to watch, God. In other words, don't lose it. Alertness. So, the student observes. The student watches. Oh, is that true? The student is ready to guard what they are being taught. So they don't let it go. Because it is all they have. Is that true? I said that the Christian walk is a watchful experience. Alertness is required in growing into Christian maturity. Every good student observes. You know, there are certain students, they can tell you how the lecturer is going to set their exam. And they can also tell you which areas he's going to bring. Do you know why? They were observers. They observed the lecturer and the emphasis he was making. Is that right? There were certain things he was talking about, but he didn't really go into details. There were other things when he was talking about them, he would go and over and over again. The student who is observant, who is watchful, who is alert, would know. 
please ask them, are you that kind of a student? Please ask them very well. <laughs> so you see how you are alert and you are watchful about the way people dress. Yes. You see how you are so alert. Your low and your behold is on how people dress. Your law and your behold is on things that are not essential. When the student is in school and the students, law and behold, are beholding things that are not essential, they will fail. The Christian student must be alert. And they have been shown where they have. He said, command them regarding all the things that I have taught you. Oh, are you here with me? All the things I have taught you. So the things that you are so alert about that are not part of the things he taught you. They are non-selah. Don't focus on them. Oh, praise God. You see, you will be shocked. You see, it is the reason why most of us, we are not led by the Spirit. Because our alertness and our focus are on The non-essentials. He is talking to you, but you can't hear him. Because your alertness, your focus is somewhere else. <laughs> so I said that anytime you hear the word didascal it carries with itself a certain implication regarding the word that is following is that right yes so you see why he gives the explanation all power is given to me in heaven and on so that is the explanation are you getting the point he's just explaining that i have resurrected so he's telling them that because i died and i resurrected i have all the power I have all the authority. That's all he was trying to tell them. So when he said, all power, all authority has been given to me, it was just an explanation of his death, burial, and resurrection and its effect. So it is called the post-resurrection reality. After his resurrection, this is the produce. This is the effect. You have been given all power. Oh, praise God. I am with you always. Then he left their sight. So how can one say I'm with you always? And then left their sight. Don't forget he told them to teach the things he has commanded them. So they know what he was talking about. 
Are you hearing me? So, he was not talking to ignorant people. He was talking to people that he has given tutelage. Jesus was talking to his students. <laughs> and they were not just students, they were good students. Oh, that is why they turned the whole place and the whole world for Jesus. Because there were only 12. One fell out. The 11 did all the job. Before Jesus would go, they were at like 120. And after that, they took the whole world. As a matter of fact, they were so good as students that even when they were persecuted, and they scattered abroad, it didn't stop them from teaching everybody what Jesus had taught them. So, their persecution did not stop them. When they were scattering abroad, they were running away, they were not running away for their lives. They were running away because they don't want the gospel to be stopped. Can you see the motivation? Because Bible said, where they went, where they ran to, they were preaching there. So it tells you that they were not running because they were afraid of their lives. No. Because if they are running and they were afraid of their lives, wherever they will go to, they will keep quiet. Say, this is what I did. That brought me here. Let me keep quiet. No. They were so bent on doing what their master had taught them, what their teacher had taught them. It became their life. It became their life. So let's go and find out. What was he talking about? John 14, 1 and 2. Let's all read John 14, 1 and 2. Let's all read it from there. Let's go. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Oh, hello? So, this is one of the things he told them. Is that right? Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. And he says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. So what was he talking about? Continue. Go. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you to, to my, to my, to my, to my, 
Check the word. To my, not to the place. Not to the place. To If he was talking about a place, he would have continued with the narrative. But he said, I will receive you to myself. <laughs> that what? Where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know. And the way and the way, and the way, you know. <laughs> Don't forget about the word, to myself. Where I go, you know. And the way to, you know. Next. The word... Is actually the word. <laughs> you. It's okay. Household. Where a man what? Dwells. It's like an abode. Is that okay? Yes. An abode. An abode. Where I am, there you may be. So he was not just talking about presence. He was talking about what? Union. He was talking about he living in. That's why he actually talked about to myself. Look at something. John 14, 5 to 6. Go. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know. I like Thomas. Thomas was a good student. Too. Because he will, because he's alert and he's listening, he would always ask the right questions. He will not hide and say, Oh, I understand. You know, the way some of you students, and then you go and fail. So Thomas didn't say, Master, the whole show. He said, this one that you said, you said where you are going. Where you are going, we don't know. <laughs> and how can we know the way? Don't forget, to my, I am bringing you to my, to my, okay. Jesus said to him, I am the way. The truth. And the. So if he was bringing them to himself. He was bringing them to the way. The truth. And the life. Who is Jesus. Oh praise God. Is that clear? Okay don't worry. No one comes to the father. Except through me. Continue. If you had known me, 
you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father. And it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me. Philip, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in and the Father? So if he is bringing us to himself, we are going to be in him as he is in the <laughs> the words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But I speak, he said, but the father who, 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 who dwells in me does the works. That's why he who dwells in you does the works. He works in you both to will and to do according to his own pleasure. So he said, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Why? Because it's the Father who is working in him. So the works of Jesus are the works of the Father. Praise God. <laughs> oh, my word. Let's all read this. So now, it is now coming to us. He has established he and the father. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. And how he's going to bring us to himself. He's not going to show us. Go. And I will pray the father. And he shall give you another word. The another there is of the same kind. Of the same kind. Is the word alos. A-L-L-O-S. Alos. One of the same kind. Are you here with me? That he may abide with you forever. He's using that same word. Dwell. So he was not talking about going to a place. <laughs> even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you 
<laughs> oh, praise God. Can you see the conversation? And what he's actually talking about. So he was talking about when he dies and resurrects, this is what is going to happen. As he has worked for them to see, the father's love, the father's care, the father's providence, how the father is, and everything that the father has for his children. The moment he dies and resurrects, and takes back whatever we sold to the enemy. He will live in us. Oh, praise God. So that the works he does, we will do same. Are you here with me? He shall be in you. Don't remember that as a time he was saying this? We are looking at what he told them. Is that right? What he taught them. Is that right? Before he's now telling them to go and teach. Is that right? Okay. This explains John 4, 2 and 3. That where I am, there you may also what? Be. Where is he? He's in the So when he resurrects, we shall also be in the just as he is in. Is that clear? <laughs> Let's continue. John 14, 23. Go. Jesus answered and said to him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him. Oh, have you seen the union there? Have you seen the union? So now is the father, the son, and who? Eh? And what? And us! Yes, and us. By the spirit. Are you getting the point? So the day you said, Jesus... I love you. I confess you as my Savior and Lord. <laughs> he came into you in his fullness and you became one with him. The union was established and that is where he says what he has put together let no man put asunder. Praise the Lord. Look at John 10. Look at John 10. John 10, 1 and 2. Most assuredly, other, other versions say, verily, verily. Okay, so verily, verily is the same as most assuredly. I say to you, it means that he has said something before. Is that right? What did he say before? He was actually talking. Actually, he healed the man. And when he healed the man, he generated a whole lot of controversies. 
the Pharisees and the, and the false teachers were talking. So he started talking about false teachers and false prophets. Are you hearing me? Okay. And then he started bringing the whole thing to himself. Look at what he said. He says what? He who does not enter what? The sheepfold by the, by the, by the what? Door. This, you don't need revelation to understand this. You just need context. You must understand the cultural context. Do you understand? Yes, to understand. Is that, is that, is that right? Yes. You must understand the cultural context. That, okay, enter by the door. So, we have doors here. If anybody is coming here and they try to jump the window, they are considered as what? This, you don't need revelation. <laughs> okay. But climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. So you identify with this truth. Oh, you identify with this truth. Okay. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Because then, they had only one door. And the sheep easily identifies their shepherd. And so anytime the shepherd is coming, they are able to know that this is our shepherd. Oh, are you here with me? Because he enters by the door. Who is he talking about? Hello? Who is, Je who is Jesus talking about? Eh? Eh? Himself. Don't get afraid. He's talking about him. Okay, we'll see. Go. Go. To him. Is that right? The doorkeeper opens because he knows that this is the shepherd. Is that right? Oh, no. Is that right? I am in the Father. And the Father is in me. And the works that I do are the works of the Father. So the Father who is the doorkeeper, who knows the shepherd, would open the door because he knows this is the shepherd. <laughs> are you here? Okay, let's continue. Go. And the sheep what? Hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him. For they, for they know his voice. 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 If he's your shepherd, you will know his voice. If you go looking for the voice of the shepherd from another man, check. <laughs> Are you here? Yet they will.
will by no means follow a stranger. But will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration. But they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Oh, hello. They understood the context. But they didn't understand the explanation. They were familiar with everything he was talking about because of the terrain they were all playing. It's a cultural, cultural context. Are you getting the point? Yes. So as for that one, they understood very well. But the explanation and how it relates to him, they didn't understand. But thank God you understand today. Yeah. And they later caught it. Praise God. Then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly I say to you, I'm the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. So the question is, ah, is Elijah? Moses? No. That is not what he was talking about. Remember, for those of you who have been at the Bible school, you look at what happened before. That's why from the beginning I told you that it depends on what he was talking about in John chapter 9. John chapter 8. He was talking about false teachers and false prophets. And when you hear the word all, all doesn't mean that all. I was telling somebody, I want you to come and see me today. And then the person said, oh, I have to go here, I have to go there. But then I will come before I'm good. But presently, I'm doing something. So I said, okay, when you finish all that you are doing, come and see me. So the premise of the all is not that when they finish and they go wherever they are going before they come and see me. The premise of the all is that what they are doing now, when they finish, they should come and see me. Are you getting the point? So, when you see all, you must find the context and the premise of the all. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, it means you can kill. No. So, what was the all about? Then you go and find out. He says, I know how to abase. Go down. I know how to abound. Regarding the assignment the Lord has given me. Then he says, I can do all things. So the all is regarding he being able to abase and abound. And still do the assignment that God has given him. Hey. <laughs> is that clear? Okay, so all whoever came before me are thieves and robbers. So he's already talking about false prophets and false teachers who came before him. He said, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. 
If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And will go in and out and find pasture. Praise God. Let me finish this. So, the what? The thief does not come except to to and to so who is he talking about? <laughs> so you see in the context have you seen the devil mentioned here? No. So it is the false teachers and the false prophets. He calls them thieves and robbers. So he says the thief who are the false teachers and the false prophets. This has nothing to do with the devil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, the devil is a thief. So we are not saying that the devil is not a thief. But in reference, if you want to understand the truth of this narrative, don't bring the devil in. He's not, he's not the one he's talking about. He says the false teachers and the false prophets, they come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Listen to me. Jesus spoke against false prophets and false teachers more than he spoke against the devil. Because they are the ones that he uses to deceive the flock. The devil comes to steal, to kill. The, the preachers are. <laughs> but he says, I have come. That they might have a life. That they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the so they may have it more abundantly. Then he explains what the abundantly means. The good shepherd gives his life. That is the abundant life. Is the abundant life. So who has the abundant life? The one who has Christ. It's not how much money they have. It's not how much riches they have. It's not how much connections they have. That is not the abundant life. The one who receives Christ 
has received the abundant life. I'll continue next week. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come.